and it makes it possible for us to bring forward uh, voices like that of Brendan Lopez, who we're going to hear from in a moment, um, as we turn to another historic labor struggle that is unfolding in front of our eyes. Starbucks workers have unionized 340 stores across the country in the past year and a half, including more than a dozen in the New York City region. They have faced a scorched-earth anti-union campaign by Starbucks every step of the way. The company has fired more than 250 workers who were engaged in union activities. The National Labor Relations Board has found the company guilty of more than 80 labor law violations with more cases under review. In June, Brendan Lopez, a union leader at a Starbucks in the Long Island suburb of Farmingville, was fired. His store manager has since landed a cushy job at a corporate headquarters in Manhattan uh, for Starbucks. And yesterday, uh, Brendan and his co-workers went to those corporate offices near Penn Station to confront their former manager, Joey Crischione. All right, so uh, uh, Brendan, welcome to WBAI and the Independent News Hour. Thank you for having me on. Sure. So, uh, your reaction to uh, hearing the voices of your coworkers uh, yesterday, who came out in uh, in your defense? It's it couldn't have been a better feeling. My heart's warmed. Uh, my spirits are high, um, and I'm just very proud of everybody who was part of it and everybody who uh, made it out. Right, and tell us, Brendan, a little bit more about why that happened uh you were fired while being one of the most ardent organizers um and take it from there tell us what went down yeah so um me and a fellow co-worker sam Fornetto um are very you know prominent very obvious uh union organizers in our store um and starbucks makes it very clear that they do not want a union because it limits the power on the on the higher-ups and it also puts an eye on them um who are like running rampant throughout throughout the stores, like uh, making anti-union uh, campaigns, uh, spreading misinformation upon the unions, um, and suppressing the voices of its people who work so hard for it, and so, who my friends are working very hard right now in Farmingville. And, and what were some of the reasons uh, that you all felt it was necessary to have a union at your store in Farmingville? Uh, because it was, it was just like, it was just very obvious that the, that the company just didn't care about its workers. Uh, we had previous store managers who, uh, who abused their power, um, and with no regulations and just run rampant with their inappropriate comments, uh, blatantly ignoring, uh, work scheduling, uh, amongst other coworkers, uh, making it impossible uh, for them to, you know, go to school and go to work, have a family life and such and such as forth. It's, it's not fair to the people. Um, it's not fair to, to the family that I grew so close with, and it's not fair to anybody else who has to go with, along with it. We hear from a lot of uh, workers who are organizing or fighting their bosses, and uh, everyone, you know, tends to complain about some level of management harassment. But I think 
particularly some of the grievances of uh, you Starbucks workers has been this, what the managers say on the floor or the way they speak to you. Is that right? It seems to be that there's a lot of not really just not liking the way you're being talked to by managers. It's inhumane. Or can you talk a little bit more about it or give us some examples? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's completely disgusting. Um, our store manager, Joey Crisoni, uh, would oftentimes, uh, use, uh, slurs. Obviously I won't repeat it, but, um, he would, he would slur, um, uh, you know, the homophobic one. Um, and you know, me personally, uh, I was very offended by it. Um, he knew other people were offended by it, and he still blatantly used it. Um, he did not care for his true language. Um, he did not care for much uh, much of anybody else's opinions except for his own. And this is for a corporation that has uh, emphasized its support uh, for the LGBTQ community, uh, tries to uh, sort of wrap itself in the rainbow flag, when it, at least when it's convenient. Um, and, and now he's gotten a promotion uh, to the... Uh, regional corporate headquarters uh, uh, within a month or so of your firing. Uh, I, I mean, can you just kind of talk about this uh, uh, corporate culture here that kind of portrays itself in one way and, and then rewards people like this uh, on the other side? You know, it's it's it, it very clearly shows where their hearts are, um, not in the people, but in the money. And, um, you know, they always say that there's there's a um, there's a support for the LGBTQ community. Uh, for those out there who, who aren't represented as much, um, by that, I, I really can't, I can't give you any pointers of how they support, um, you know, having a store manager do that to its workers. Um, it's just, it's just not, it's just not fair. It's disgusting and it's very one-sided because all they do is, you know, they say this, they say that, um, but there's, there's never any, any show for it when they're clearly promoting the people who go, who go against their mission statement. Right, and then they put rainbows, you know, around Pride Month just to make more money. Exactly. Um, right. Yeah, we had one of your coworkers on, I think, Maria Flores, and she was she was great. She's one of your coworkers, right, at Farmingville, or your your previous co- she was your coworker. Um, me personally, I did not know her. Uh, she might have been from a different store. I, oh, okay. I think Maria is at at one of the stores in Astoria, but they. Oh. they she she was a part of a group that led a march on on the Starbucks headquarters. I think back on May Day. So yeah, that's um, what I was going to mention. Her actually was because um I uh, heard her speaking recently and she was pointing out how Starbucks workers United uh, have have struck on the boss thirty three times in the past year and how that makes them you know at least by that category the most militant union in New York City. Um and and what your coworkers participated in yesterday was a, a strike. Um so can you just talk a little bit about what the sort of conversation around striking is amongst the members and why you, co-members have chosen to go on strike so much? So first off, I want to say it's it's not an easy conversation to have. Uh, striking brings a lot of nerves into the, into the air. It brings a lot of anxieties, a lot of stress. Um, but if you if you are united as one, then the striking is just it's, it's as easy as breathing, you know? You just stand together. Uh, if you just stick together and use your rights as a union, um, it, it can definitely be done with any store. Um, I believe it's it's very it, it is a very um, scary thing to do at first. Um, you know, some things may fall through. Um, cor- like the corporation may call the police. They can send you know 
They can send people to push your voice down, but as long as you don't let let the microphone be taken from you, it, it'll always be yours. Right, and and just to clarify, uh, the strike yesterday was a, a one day strike. It's a, a unfair labor practices strike, which is allowed under uh, labor law in this country. Um, and and before we have to uh, go here in a minute, Brendan, uh, at the same time, you and your coworkers uh, were uh, barging into corporate headquarters. A number of groups out on Long Island were uh, uh, marching and picketing outside of the store there in support of uh, of you and, and your coworkers. Can you talk about that? Yeah, of course. Um, I would like to say thank you to everybody at uh, at home who uh, who stayed at the store and striked for me. Um, I know it isn't easy waking up at that early in the morning to be there to shut shut, uh, shut down a co- uh, the company that really doesn't love its its uh, employees that much as it says it does. Um, so we had two groups: one stayed home in Farmingville, and the other came with me in uh, uh, in Manhattan, along with Workers United, which is the the union that that represents Starbucks. Um, we we kind of we talked the battle planned out, we fussed it out, uh, we went over to to the headquarters, um, and we kind of just went upstairs. Um, and the first person I saw there was uh, was Joy himself, uh, sitting comfortably in his in his office uh, on the fifteenth floor in Manhattan. You know, uh, living living life the way he should, um, and it's just, it's just it's just despicable seeing him smile up there, and then seeing me uh, with with you know no job, uh, you know I had a lot of future planned out uh, from this job that I was supporting my family with, um, and the second he saw me and the union walk through, he was immediately scared and he ran away. He didn't he couldn't even look anybody in the eye, and when we asked him to come out, he he refused. Um, and we spoke, we spoke from our hearts and we spoke truth. Wow. Um, yeah, he won't even come out. What do you mean? Uh, look us in the eye. And so in watching that video, um, I, and in watching a lot of stuff about Starbucks Workers United, I've been very inspired to see, uh, that it's, it's really young people, like younger than me. Like I'm 26 and I feel like a lot of people who are organizing Starbucks feel like my little siblings or something. <laughs> like, so, um, just talk about what it feels like to be sort of like at the helm. I mean, I don't know how you, how old you are, Brendan, but at the helm of this really like Gen Z organizing. And does it feel hopeful amid sort of all of this, you know, really sort of negative stuff that we have to look forward to in our future. Yeah, so it, it honestly feels great. I, I love all the negative attention that I get from the company. Um, even even after the fact that they fired me uh, for you know malpractice, um, I will, I'm still going to continue to push to push forward. Um, it, it's 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 really fun. It seems it was scary at first. I won't lie, but the second I signed my, uh, the letter to Howard Schultz with with my friends uh, over at Farmingville. Uh, it was it was all smiles and hope from there. Right, and y'all won that union election uh, last year by a vote of thirteen to one. So that I mean, it, um, it became the first Starbucks in Suffolk County to unionize. So I mean, it certainly seems like there's a lot of unity at your store. Of course, we're we're all just one big family. Um, you know, it isn't just a job for us. It's more of a it's more of a career. It's 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 a it's a family bond. It's it's more than just coffee. It's more than just uh, you know a cup of coffee in the garbage. Right on. Well, we thank you, uh, Brendan Lopez, uh, uh, fired a uh, shift leader from Farmingville, uh, Long Island, uh, Starbucks, uh, was a part of, uh, 
uh, protest action yesterday at Starbucks headquarters, continuing to fight for the union at, at Starbucks, a historic campaign that's been going on for uh, over a year and a half now across the country. Uh, we look forward to continuing to follow the story of the Starbucks workers uh, union campaign.